Welcome back to NC Realtors Redefine, the NC Realtors podcast. On this episode of Redefine, from our Mobile Monday series on Facebook, Christopher Chung, CEO with the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina, is an economic update and talks about how these trends will affect your business. But first... Do you have feedback on a story or topic that you'd like to hear covered on this podcast? Then give NC Realtors Redefine a call at 336-550-4437. When leaving your voicemail, be sure to tell us your name and where you're from. Your comments may be used on a future episode of NC Realtors Redefine. Greetings, Christopher Chung with the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina, uh, coming to you for the North Carolina Realtors Mobile Monday series. Uh, I've been asked just to give uh, a few observations about what we're seeing at the state level on economic development. I serve as CEO of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina, which runs a number of economic development functions on behalf of the state. Uh, Everything from promoting North Carolina as a travel uh, destination for leisure tourism to helping North Carolina manufacturers grow their exports around the world. And of course, a lot of our work, which we're best known for, is in the realm of recruiting companies to locate new operations here in the state or to expand their existing operations. Uh, Those are the types of announcements that hopefully people see on a a fairly regular basis when company XYZ decides to locate a new headquarters here or a new manufacturing operation or they choose to expand their existing food processing facility. Typically those involve uh, job creation, investment, and lots of other great things for the community and of course for North Carolina. And that's really where I'm going to spend my few minutes here with you today in terms of uh, trends and observations that we've seen, uh, especially over the past 18 months of the pandemic. Uh, I'm sure that real estate has seen its fair share of ups and downs uh, during this unprecedented year and a half, Uh, no different here in the economic development world, Uh, whereas we've seen things like tourism really take the brunt of the economic hit. uh, I'm going to focus today in my 10 minutes just on what we're seeing on the business recruitment and expansion front. Um, Our activity levels I'll start off with the three observations. One is about what we're seeing in terms of industrial activity. The second is around what we're seeing in terms of office activity. And then the third is with respect to what we're seeing around foreign direct investment. So bottom line, past 18 months, with the exception of the first couple months of the pandemic, where lots of companies were trying to sort out what the future would hold for them and their industries, uh, ever since about June of 2020, it has been uh, quite literally for us as a a seven-year-old organization for us, an unprecedented level of activity in terms of industrial users that have been in touch with North Carolina looking at the state for either an expansion of their existing operation or, as is much more often the case, looking to locate a brand new operation here in the state. Uh, That has been strongest in sectors like food and beverage manufacturing, uh, life sciences, biopharma, and uh, to some extent, other types of manufacturing. That's where we're seeing the vast uh, majority of our activity right now 
in terms of business recruitment. So these are companies or in some cases, site selection consultants and other third parties that are representing those companies. They're approaching us and they're saying, look, we are interested in North Carolina. It's one of uh, half a dozen or a handful of states that we're considering for this brand new capacity. Again, many times that is some sort of a industrial use, uh, manufacturing, processing, some cases fulfillment and distribution. That amount of our pipeline has uh, been extremely strong, even uh, despite the pandemic. Uh, to give you some sense of what we're looking at uh, right now, I think uh, when we summarize this for our board a couple uh, days ago, we were sitting at about 230 active projects. So these are business recruitment situations where a new company is coming. Uh, they're looking to set up a new operation here in North Carolina uh, or it's an existing company that's talking to us about expanding their footprint here. But 230 of those conversations going on at present, the potential of upwards of 72,000 potential new jobs to be created if all 230 of those projects went forward here in the state. And what's most staggering is about $81 billion of potential capital investment. So investment in land, buildings, equipment, furniture, fixtures, that all makes up that $81 billion and change that's represented by that potential pipeline. So a tremendous amount of activity that has only really seemed to ratchet up since, uh, call it June of 2020, once we got past that initial phase of uncertainty uh, from the pandemic. A lot of this industrial activity uh, seems to be in response to some of the longer term shifts of uh, demand that uh, these manufacturers are anticipating as a result of the pandemic or that they expect to pick up uh, once the pandemic uh, recedes into the rearview mirror for us. Um, and it's it's all been extremely encouraging. Again, a lot more projects, a lot bigger projects on average. For us, we measure by job creation and investment, and all of those uh, metrics have shown a, a much fuller pipeline than even what we had before the pandemic, uh, which is all encouraging if you're interested in industrial real estate and new industrial users expanding and locating here in the state. Second observation, it's a little bit different than what we're seeing on the industrial front, and that pertains to office users. Uh, in normal times, we would probably expect about, uh, I call it a 70% of our typical pipeline before the pandemic would have been a manufacturer or other industrial user looking to set up something here in North Carolina. The other 30% would be office related. So that might be uh, the relocation of a, a company's existing headquarters. Maybe they're dissatisfied where they are in California or New York or Illinois, and they're looking to uproot and locate somewhere where they believe it's just a better business climate. That would be some of our office projects. Others would be technology centers where companies were aggregating a lot of their technology and IT talent to help with their digital initiatives within the company, regardless of sector. Uh, it might be a back office or shared service type function to support the larger enterprise. All of those are what we consider to be non-industrial office type users. Uh, typical, you know, class A uh, office space, usually focused around our larger metro areas, Charlotte, Triangle, Triad. Sometimes they'd be willing to look in uh, some of our smaller uh, urban markets, but typically it'd be those big three up and down 85 we have not seen a tremendous amount of that activity in the past 18 months, certainly far lower than what we're accustomed to. Uh, whereas industrial has been off the charts busy for all of us in the economic development realm in North Carolina, the same cannot be said 
when it comes to office-related projects. Why is that, of course, is the biggest question that's on everybody's minds. Uh, we know that the industrial boom in activity seems to be driven in part by some of these changes of consumer behavior, uh, greater you know, purchasing of, of consumer goods and uh, durable goods, that sort of thing. That's driving a lot of that activity that we see when it comes to industrial site selection projects that land on our doorstep. Why is it that office projects have slowed down so much compared to normal? I think our own theory, and, and we have certainly heard this from some of the folks that we deal with on the site selection side of the table, is that until companies get a better read on what that long-term office presence will look like, how many people will be back on a regular basis, how often they'll be back, that, of course, is going to have some direct bearing on the square footage needs and the overall office footprint needs of any user coming to us from that category of activity. And so until there's some greater resolution and things, of course, like the Delta variant keep pushing that date of resolution further and further down the road, until that shakes out a little bit more, probably not a big surprise that we would see fewer of these types of office searches in terms of day-to-day -day activity for us. So like I said, normally in a, in a non-pandemic times, that's 30% of our overall activity, our pipeline is office users. Be shocked if it's more, much more than 10, maybe 15% right now. And a lot of that's still projects that haven't officially been canceled uh, or haven't been postponed. We're just not seeing a tremendous amount of new projects coming in the door where North Carolina is in the mix. And I don't think it's because North Carolina itself isn't being looked at. I just think it's the companies that do the looking for that type of operation just aren't out there right now until, like I said, there's some greater clarity around what the office footprint usage ends up looking like longer term. So that's the second trend. The third trend I'll wrap up with here is foreign direct investment. That's also been a big part of economic development here in North Carolina. We have a number of overseas offices that specifically focus on trying to attract companies here from other parts of the world. Uh, we've got that representation in China, Japan, Korea, India, and Europe representing where we typically see the most activity come from in terms of foreign companies that are considering North Carolina for a brand new operation. And again, this FDI, foreign direct investment, usually skews a bit more towards manufacturing for us. Uh, even pre-pandemic, these are typically foreign manufacturers that are localizing production for the U.S. market designed to sell to the U.S. customer or to serve a particular customer of theirs uh, if they're part of a larger supply chain. So that amount of foreign direct investment is typically 30, 35% of our total project activity. Right now, that's been down around 20% uh, for the past 18 months. Uh, again, I, I think there are some pretty simple explanations for why we're seeing fewer foreign companies engage with us seriously about new locations. I think some of that is just the, the practical realities of due diligence for a brand new operation are a lot harder to navigate in a pandemic environment. And by what I mean by that is these are companies that normally are spending 10 million, 100 million, maybe in some cases much more than 100 million dollars on a brand new facility location here in the US. That's not the kind of due diligence that can be done 100% online in a virtual setting. That's that's real money of course, and the stakes and the risks of failure are tremendous if some a company hasn't done adequate research and due diligence on whatever location they end up choosing. And the fact that for a lot of 
travelers coming into the U.S. from outside the country. That is a much more difficult process than it ever was before the pandemic, and that is slowing the ability of companies to undertake this level of due diligence that's necessary when they're getting ready to open up a brand new operation here in the U.S. And so that also doesn't really surprise us tremendously to see that activity levels involving foreign companies are significantly lower than what we would have been accustomed to before the pandemic. So to recap, the three trends uh, from the the EDPNC uh, is one, industrial activity continues to be extremely strong, very encouraging what we're seeing in terms of the types of manufacturing and other industrial users that are looking at North Carolina across multiple different industry sectors, thinking about this state as a potential location for their new operations. Uh, That is... uh, you know, busy is an overused adjective uh, too often in the economic development profession, but that is not an exaggeration when you look at how the past year and a half has been, especially since June of 2020, when we really saw activity start to to pick up. On the flip side, office users, uh, office-related site selection projects, those types of business recruitment deals, we just aren't seeing anywhere close to what we typically would in non-pandemic times. Uh, We may never. I mean, that's the thing that none of us can really predict is will we go back to status quo for the office environment or will it look different? And if it looks different enough, does that change the types of demands that we would expect to see sitting where we do when companies are looking to uproot, move or build new offices somewhere outside of where they are today? And then last but not least, foreign direct investment, long a staple of economic development and business recruitment for states like North Carolina Uh, temporarily depressed right now, just based on simple things like logistical difficulty of getting into the U.S. on demand. Uh, We suspect that will ease over time, uh, especially as the public health efforts against the the virus and all the different variants hopefully achieves more success. Those types of travel restrictions should ease. They should allow that due diligence process to resume with the kind of efficiency it normally would Uh, outside of a pandemic situation. So we fully expect foreign direct investment will recover. Uh, Companies continue to want to be in the United States. But right now, it's been a little bit more difficult uh, for them to even undertake some of that basic uh, search activity. And so uh, that's why we're seeing lower numbers. So I appreciate the chance to be with you all for a few minutes and share some of those top line trends. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Be well, stay safe. To get exclusive NC Realtors content, Join the NC Realtors Mobile Mondays group on Facebook. Be sure to catch up on every episode of NC Realtors Redefined by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud.